This is a shock podcast. In the days of good King Arthur, there lived a countryman and his wife who were unhappy. Though they had plenty to eat and drink and a very comfortable cottage to live in, they had no children and they wished for a baby. The wife was often in tears when her husband was out at work and she was all alone because she had no infant to care for and nurse. One day, as she sat weeping by herself, more than usually sad, she said aloud, If only, if only I had a dear little baby, I should not care for what it was like. I should be thankful for one, even if it were no bigger than my husband's thumb. Now it happened that the queen of the fairies was passing by. And although the poor woman could not see her, the queen of the fairies knew the farmer's wife was kind to the poor and likely to be a good mother. She thought she would grant her wish. So, about an hour or two afterwards, the woman was surprised to see a beautiful lady standing by the table, dressed splendidly. with a glittering star on her forehead and a wand in her right hand with a gem of great brilliance at the top of it. But what delighted the woman most of all was a tiny cradle made of a walnut shell lined with velvet in which lay the prettiest baby she's ever seen. But it was only as large as a man's thumb. See, said the fairy, your wish is granted. Here is the baby for you. Take care of it. It is your own. The woman did not know how to thank the fairy enough. She was so delighted and the queen went away quite pleased at having given so much happiness. However, Before the fairy went away, she gave the woman a little shirt of spider's web and a doublet of thistledown for the baby. When the farmer came home, he was very much pleased. He invited all of his friends to the christening and the child was named Tom after him and Thumb because he was no bigger than one. The baby was very well and merry and he grew, of course, but still he was very small. However, at last, Tom thought himself quite a great boy and begged his mother to make him a little suit of clothes. And she made him one, but with a great deal of trouble. They were so small. He was so small that his mother used to put him on the table to play and once she found him in the salt box. One day she was making a plum pudding. Tom stood by the side of the basin and peeped over the edge. 
but he could not see into it very well. And while his mother was gone for some more flour, he drew himself on the edge of the basin. Alas, he fell and disappeared into the wet pudding. Tom would have cried out, but the pudding stuck his lips together, and his mother, not missing him, stirred him up in the mixture and put him into the pot. Tom no sooner felt the hot water than he danced about like mad. The woman was nearly frightened to see the pudding come out of the pot and jump about. She was glad to give it to a tinker passing that way. The tinker took the pudding and put it into a cloth to carry home to his family, who seldom tastes such a good dish. But by and by, as he was climbing over a stile, he happened to squeeze it. Tom, who had made quite an arch over his own head in the dry pudding by this time, cried out from the middle of it, Hello, Pickens! Which so terrified the tinker that he let the pudding drop in the field and scampered off as fast as he could. The pudding fell to pieces in the fall and Tom creeping out. He went home to his mother, whom he found in great trouble because she could not find him. After this accident, Tom's mother never let him stay near her while cooking. But she was obliged to take him with her when she went milking, for she dared not to trust the little man in the house alone. A few days later, after his escape from the pudding, Tom went with his mother into the fields to milk the cows, and for fear he should be blown away by the wind, she tied him to a thistle with a small piece of thread. Very soon after, a cow ate up the thistle and swallowed Tom Thumb. His mother was in sad grief again, but Tom scratched and kicked in the cow's throat till she was glad to throw him out of her mouth again, and he was not hurt. Still, his mother became very anxious about her small son, who now gave her a great deal of trouble. Sometimes he fell into the milk pail and was nearly drowned in the milk once. He was almost killed by an angry chicken, and another time he had a narrow escape from a cat. One day, Tom went plowing with his father, who gave him a whip made out of barley straw to drive the oxen with, but an eagle flying by caught him in his beak and carried him to the top of a great giant's castle and dropped him on the leads. The giant was walking on the battlements and thought at first that it was a foreign bird that lay at his feet. But soon, seeing that it was a tiny man, he picked Tom up with his finger and thumb. He put the poor little creature into his great mouth. Still, the little boy scratched the roof of the giant's mouth, bit his great tongue, and held on by his teeth till the ogre, in a passion, took him out again and threw him over into the sea, which ran beneath the castle walls. Here, a giant fish swallowed him directly. 
Tom did not like swimming about in the fish, but by and by he felt it drawn upwards and guessed at once that it was caught. And so it was. And being a giant fish, the fisherman thought it would be a good present for his beloved King Arthur. So he took it to the palace and begged the king to accept it. What will happen when Tom Thumb goes to the palace? Tune in to part two to find out.